has an ability or something that is actually different from his other peers. They are able to do something, they are able to live a life that is not like that of their peers or their their, um, um, children of the same age group. That's why some children, they say, oh, this one, they are a gifted child because they are, they, they, are, they are able to do something that is beyond their peers, that their peers cannot actually do. They are able to do things. Sometimes you ask them, what is this? They are able to give you a straightforward answer. Even you that is an adult, you still think twice before you answer those questions. In that context, we can actually say, oh, that child is a child is, is supernatural. It's a child that has an ability that is beyond the natural, that is beyond his own peers, that is beyond what woman can actually comprehend. So I could also say supernatural is a sign or act that cannot be explained by natural law, yet cannot be denied. It cannot be explained by natural law, but it cannot be denied. For example, we use the creation of the world. It cannot be explained Okay, how does God bring forth all those things by a word? Can we oppose to Genesis 1, verse 1? It says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the water. And God said, let there be light, and, the, and there was light. And God saw the light, and that it was good, and divided the light from darkness. Even looking through what God did, even in the beginning and the creation of the earth, we could call that as something supernatural. We cannot explain how it came to existence, but we still cannot deny it. Like, okay, and woman, we, oh, let there be light, and light came. We cannot explain how that came into place. We cannot explain the creation of the world. We cannot explain how the earth is under beneath water. But still, it's what we cannot deny. We cannot still explain it, but we cannot deny the accident that God is a supernatural being. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Can we open to Isaiah 7 verse 14? Looking at the birth of Jesus If anybody is there, can please be Praise the Lord. This is the story of Jesus, a, a, a prophecy before he was being given birth to. I said, Oh, a virgin will conceive. That is also something supernatural. We cannot explain how, okay. Virgin Mary had no intercourse with someone, but still, it was still able to give birth. That is the supernatural. That is the work of the supernatural. It said it was, it, it, it was um, conceived of the Holy Ghost. That is, it was through the Holy Ghost if she was able to give birth to Emmanuel. And it is something we still cannot deny. Fine, it is unexplainable. We cannot explain it. According to what I was taught, it would take days for this um, spermatozoa to actually fertilize, and for fertilization, it, it's, there, there will be division and like that, like that. But this one, it is what we cannot explain. So how does it come into place? How is it that she became pregnant? It is what we cannot explain, but still, we still cannot deny it. We still can, you can see some miracles happening. That okay, a man was blind, and through the ministration of of a, 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 an apostle or a man of God, the man became he can see. He received his sight. That process we cannot explain what happened, but is that we cannot deny that miracle took place. We still cannot deny that oh, a miracle happened. The same way Jesus turned water into wine. What they drank was water. But still, it tested as wine. And they can, we cannot explain how that happened. But we, keep, we still cannot deny that something supernatural happened in the process. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name.
I have heard that every child of God is ordained for supernatural. Every child of God is ordained for the fact that you are born again, for the fact that you've given your life to Christ, for the fact that God knows you and has written your name in the book of life. Every child of God is ordained for the supernatural. The um, anchor scripture which we read, uh, Matthew 16, verse 20, said, And the Lord went with them. Matthew, Ma, sorry, Mark 16, 20. It says, The Lord went with them, following everything they did with signs. That is, we have supernatural is our birthright. We've been in Christ, we've been the child of God. Supernatural is our birthright. Since God is, is a God, we are created in the likeness and the image of God. And God is a supernatural being. So is our own inheritance, is our own right, is our birthright to be to live a supernatural life. To live a supernatural life, to do things that is beyond the ordinary context, beyond the natural content. I pray the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. I will say that supernatural is a realm beyond the natural realm. It is living in the same frequency as the Father, whereby we live in the same frequency as God. We live in the same frequency as the Father. Even when Jesus was going, he said, greater things that we did, he did rather, we say he would sorry he said great things that he would do we would do greater things that that than which he did that means that supernatural supernatural living is our birthright bringing out walking in the supernatural is our birthright operating in the supernatural is also our birthright for us to command the supernatural is our birthright that even though those things are not coming forth but we have to since we are, we, are, we are operating in the same frequency of God, the same way God called the light to come forth, and it came forth, we should also command the supernatural. I pray that after this service, that we'll begin to emerge in the supernatural in the name of Jesus. Amen. I have also the supernatural is the finger and the outstretched arm of God at work. It is, a, it is the finger and the outstretched arm of God at work. Can we open our Bible to Exodus 18, eight, sorry, Exodus 8 verse 19? And somebody has to open to Deuteronomy 26 verse 8. Praise the Lord. All through the all what Moses did when he wanted to deliver the children of um, Israel from the land of Egypt, even when he dropped his rod and it became snakes and serpents, rather, and it swallowed the other magnet, um, <laughs> their own serpent. Even the magnet, they, they also acknowledge that what happened was the finger of god it is something they could not deny how can one snake swallow every other snake it's what happened there and right there was the 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 supernatural finger of god even the miracle the sign that happened in the land of egypt was also the um supernatural finger of god even when the rest was divided into two, when it was parted, and the children of Israel have to walk through it. Have you ever thought that, how does, how can ordinary river sea divide into two? But human reasoning, it can't happen. But that is just the outstretched arm of God. That is God at work. That is the supernatural being at work. I have here also that the supernatural is also God's intervention in the affairs of man. It is God's intervention. It is God coming into place, coming into the life of men, intervening in the situation of men. That is what the supernatural also is. It is... Okay. I read from Luke 7, 11 to 16. It says... 
And it came to pass the day after he went unto the city of Nath, and many of his disciples went with him, so much and much people. Now, when he came nigh to the gates of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother. She was a widow, and much people of the city came with her. And when he saw her, he had compassion on her and told her, Weep not. And he came and touched her and touched the bear. And they that bared him stood, they that bared him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak and deliver him to the mother. And they came a fear on all, and they glorified God, saying, This is a great prophet, that a great prophet is risen up among us, and God has visited his people. That is, God intervened in the affairs of men. When men are going through a lot of situations, a lot of challenges that we don't know how we will actually um, survive or come out of it. But he intervened. He intervened. He come into our affairs. And at the end, testimony shoot out. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. I also have that anointing is the authorization and the empowerment from God for supernatural living. That is, until there is an anointing which brings about authorization and empowerment from God for us to have a supernatural living. Acts 10 verse 38 says, How Jesus Christ of Nazareth went about doing good after he has been baptized with the Holy Ghost and with power. That means anointing is, is an authorization for empowerment, is an authorization and empowerment from God. For a, um, for a supernatural living. God lived a supernatural life all through the 33 and the half year he lived on earth. But the first thing falls was after he had, after um, he was baptized, after the Holy Ghost came upon him, that is when he began to live a supernatural life. That is when he began to live a life that was beyond the physical. And one of one thing what we need to live a supernatural life is the Holy Ghost. We need the Holy Ghost to live a supernatural life. We cannot live a supernatural life outside the Holy Ghost. We cannot live a supernatural life without the Holy Ghost. I'm not the one that said it too. It's the Bible that said. We see an example of Jesus Christ. We see the example of the apostle. At 1 verse 8. It says, You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. They'll begin to live a supernatural life after the Holy Ghost came upon them. And in Acts 2, we could see what happened. That after the Holy Ghost came upon them, they became bold. They became they begin to do things that they were not able to do. They begin to carry a do things that even when other people saw them, they're like. Are they the apostles? Are they really those that was with Jesus? Because they became a, they became transformed. They are no more the man they used to know. That is what happened when you begin to live in the supernatural. When you begin to live a supernatural life, you you not become you no longer be the man and woman people used to know you as. You begin to even looking at when Jesus Christ started doing the miracles, the sign. All those that knew him were like, is that not Jesus, the, um, the son of Mary, in which his father was Joseph? They begin to like, no, this man, he was actually different. They no longer know him as the, peop- the person they used to know him. That what happened, even to the apostles. After receiving the promise of the Father, after the Holy Ghost came upon them for supernatural living, they begin to live their life change. They are no longer the people 
or the person they used to be. Peter was no longer that man that denied Jesus. He was no longer that man that used to deceive people anymore. He became bold. He was no longer the man that was timid by that little girl. He was bold that he was able to preach to the multitude. the Lord will help us this morning in the name of Jesus. So, the new path is the optimal key for living in the supernatural because every child of God, according to the scripture, is born for a science and a wonder. I'll take it again. The new birth is an optimal key for living in the supernatural because every child of God, according to the scripture, is born for sign and wonder. So the new birth, when you are born again, when you are no longer that man we used to know, when you are transformed to the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light, you are entitled to live a supernatural. You are entitled to live in the supernatural because that is a promise of God. Isaiah 8 verse 18. Can we please open to that? Isaiah 8 verse 18. Praise the Lord. It says, I and the children the Lord has given me are for signs and for wonder. That means you and I, we are for signs and for wonder. We are for signs and for wonder because we are born again. Because we are no longer a we are no longer in bondage of the devil. Because we have been redeemed from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of vestation. So new birth, when we are born again, the book of First Corinthians 5.17 was saying that um, if you are born again, all things here have become new. Now when a man is born again, things have now become new. He's no longer that man they used to know. He's been renewed. His life has changed. He's, he, he has been given a license to walk in the supernatural. So but we shall be looking at what happened at new birth. Because as I said, a new birth is the utmost key for living a supernatural life. So what happened at that new birth that entitled us to live a supernatural life? Firstly, I, I, I wrote, our human life is exchanged for eternal life. That at new birth, our human life, this life, is exchanged for eternal life. Can someone open to John 3.16 and another Romans 6.23 and another Romans 16 verse 20. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you very much. Romans 26, for when ye, we are the servant of sin, you are free from righteousness. Ah, sorry. Romans 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. True, Jesus Christ, our Lord. That means what happened at new birth is our human life is exchanged for eternal life. But the Bible said, the soul that sinned shall die. That means we will no longer die because, because we are free from sin. Because we, are, we now live a new life. Because 
uh, our life will no longer dwell in sin. That what we begin to live, the life we begin to live is an eternal life. A life forever. But even a life after this world, we still will keep living. I pray the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. I pray that our life will, will, will live an eternal life, even after this life in Jesus' name. Secondly, what happened at new birth? Our natural life is exchanged for supernatural life. Our natural life is exchanged for a supernatural life. This life we need, this our natural life, is being exchanged for a supernatural life. That is, we don't longer live in naturally like other men do. But our life, we begin to live a super a supernatural life. John 3, 18, verse 8 says, The wind bloweth where it listeneth, and there hears the sound thereof. But thou cannot tell where it cometh, or whither it goeth. So is everyone born of the Spirit. Just like when the wind blows, we don't know where it's going to. We don't know where it's blowing from. We just shall know that wind is blowing. That is how it is. That is a demonstration of um, one that is born again, that our life is being exchanged for the supernatural life. All men shall be seen that there is changes. Our life is different from other people, but they cannot explain it. It is unexplainable. We are living a life that is so much different from every other people, but they cannot explain they cannot explain it. It is unexplainable. But still, they cannot deny it. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So the third one is, our heavenly life is exchanged for... Sorry, our earthly life is exchanged for heavenly life. That is, this our earthly life is exchanged for an heavenly life. And we open to Philippians 3 verse 20. And... Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 20 says, And now we are ambassador of for Christ, as though we did besiege you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead by your record, by ye recognized to God. That is, our heavenly life is being exchanged, our earthly life is being exchanged for an heavenly life. That is, we are now an ambassador of Christ, even here on earth. The Bible made us to know that we are, of, we are in the world, but not of this world. That is, we might live in this world, though, but this is not our world. Though at new birth, we have an exchange of an earthly life to a super, um, heavenly life. That is, we live as an ambassador. Here on and at you know what an ambassador do now? They 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 try to carry their their citizenship of other country into another country, and they live still they are in that same country, but they still live as the citizen of the country they were. Okay, let's use um, Dubai, an ambassador of Dubai staying in Nigeria. That doesn't mean that he's going to change who he is. He still lives the way he is. He still appears as the way he will appear even when he is in Dubai. You know the way they dress? That is still the way he's still going to dread. He will still carry the identity of that, of his, of his country. So not because he's in Nigeria, he's going to change his, um, his citizen. Or it's going to behave like a Nigerian. No. So that is what we are all, that is what happened at new at new birth. That earthly life is exchanged for heavenly life. That means we begin to live like God. We begin to live like um like um an ambassador of Christ. We begin to show picture Christ to everybody. 
we begin to live just like Christ will live, even though he's on earth. That even through our words, our words should be according to, we should portray Christ. Our, our, our words should also, like when people see us, they should know that mm-hmm, this person is different. This person, he, he, he is just like Christ. That is what happened in, in, in the book of um, Ephesians or Galatians, where Paul went to the church of Macedonian and he did a lot of signs and wonders. He said, and the Lord and God has come down as a God into our midst. Like, God in heaven has come down as a God into their midst. Like, everywhere we go, we should carry the identity of Christ. We should be conscious. We should make sure that, even in our subconsciousness, we should also make sure that we are an ambassador of Christ. That wherever people see us, people should know that there is a difference. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So, I read that being like, okay, since our, our earthly life is exchanged for our heavenly life, this means that by divinity or nation, we are no longer citizens of this world, but by spiritual, but by spiritually, but spiritually we are citizens of heaven, on a mission for Christ on earth. That since at new birth, our eternal, our earthly life is exchanged for heavenly life. So we are no longer a citizen of this world. I'm not saying we are no longer Nigerian. We are still Nigerian. But spiritually, we are citizens of God on a mission for Christ on earth. So our mission as citizen, our mission as ambassador is that we carry Christ everywhere we go to, is that we announce Christ wherever we go to, that wherever we go to, wherever we set our feet, like Christ should be made known. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So the fourthly, fourthly, what happened at new birth is we are transformed, translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his own dear son. Can someone open to Chronicles, um, Colossians 1 verse 3? Thank you, ma'am. So John 10, 35 to 36, I'll read from here. It says, if he, if he called them gods, unto whom the word, unto whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, say unto, say ye of him, O the Father are sanctified and sent into the world. That's blasphemous, but I say, I am the Son of God. So, at new birth. We are translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his own dear son. That means by redemption, there is an exchange of citizenship. That means by redemption, we are no longer... Um, that means by redemption, we are no longer a citizen of the kingdom of darkness. That means by redemption, God has translated us from the from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son. That is where we now belong. That is what happened at redemption. That is why I said at the beginning that redem- that new birth is the utmost key for living a supernatural life. That means if one is not born again, if one is not um is still living in sin, there is no way we can operate, there is no way we can live a supernatural life. And the first step in living a supernatural life is new birth. When our sin is being washed away, when 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 we there, there is an exchange, when we are no longer where we used to be, when the Lord has taken us from where we used to be and placed us where we, we ought to be, that is when we start living a supernatural life. Okay, an example is Paul. Even before Paul became born again, even before Paul had an encounter, there is a difference. 
okay, the way he lived before and the way he was living when he had an encounter with God, when there was a translate of, of, of life. Then, before he was a persecutor, he kills. He do also manner of things. But when God, when, when he has an encounter with God, he begin to live he began to he was an an, an ambassador of Christ. He began to carry Christ to wherever he, he went he went to. He began to live a supernatural life. He began to do greater things more than which God did on earth, which Jesus did on earth. His life was so much there was so much different that when people saw him, they they were like, Oh, is this still the man, the prosecutor? Paul the persecutor, but he's not Paul, the man that self, that brings people to Christ. He lived a supernatural life. That is one thing that happened. And the first thing that the way that a man can live a supernatural life, the first thing first is new birth. So we shall be looking at the requirement for supernatural living. What we need to do for supernatural living. As one requirement like what we need to requirement for supernatural living. And the first one I said it is new birth. That we must be born again. To live a supernatural life, we must be born again. There must be a translation. Our earthly life must be an exchange for an heavenly life. That's the first thing. So secondly is faith faith we can't live the supernatural without faith but the bible recorded that without faith it is impossible to please him so without faith we cannot live the supernatural can we open our bible to hebrews 11 1 Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. So our requirement for supernatural living is faith. That you believe in that. You believe that, no, I am living a supernatural life. For the fact that I am born again. For the fact that I am no more a sinner. For the fact that I am now walking in the likeness of God. I am like God. I am living a supernatural life just like God. Because our Father is a supernatural being. So true faith will believe that I am living a supernatural life. And that will be a testimony from henceforth in Jesus' name. Thirdly, we have the word, like, the word must dwell richly in us. For us to live a supernatural life, the word of God must dwell richly in, in us. The word must be made known in us because it is true the world will be able to live a supernatural life the daily communion the daily fellowship with the world reading of the word daily meditating on in daily we are able to live a supernatural life and everything anything that will have to come out of our life is in the world it is true the world to the continuous meditation of the word, to the continuous studying of the word, that will live a supernatural life, that will operate into the supernatural, that will even be in the realm of the supernatural. It is through the word only. Can we open to Proverbs 4, 20 to 23? And somebody else help us with um, Ephesians 5, verse 26. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. So the word must dwell, must dwell richly in us. For us to live a supernatural life, 
the world must dwell richly in us. We must eat the word every day. We must drink the word every day. What did I tell you? We do. We must breathe the word every day. The word must dwell richly in our life. The same way that we eat, even eat our physical meal. We must eat it, which is our spiritual meal. We must eat it for us to operate in the spiritual and um, supernatural. For us to live the spirit, uh, supernatural life. We must operate in the word. We must read the word. We must meditate. We must study the word. The Bible says, study the word to show yourself approved. We must continually study to show ourselves approved. We must continually study the word of God. That through the word of God, we, became, we become changed. I pray the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Please, somebody um, read from us, Ephesians 5.26. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It is true. The, you know, one thing I got to understand that when you are reading the word, when you are studying the word, every time you see something that concerns you, you see something that is for you. And even through that, it cleans you, it purifies you, it satisfies you. That when you read the word today, you see something that is meant for you. When you read the word tomorrow, you see something that is meant for you. And through the word, even through praying with the word, it, 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 it cleans you, it sanctifies you. It makes you live a life, that, an extraordinary life. It makes you live a supernatural life. You know, also when Jesus was on land, what he did more is he preached the word. Like, that was what he did most with the people. He preached the word because he knew that it is only through the word that many can live a supernatural life. It is only through the word that we can live a life that is different from the life people are living in this world. Only through the word. Making the word uh, uh, our best friend. Making the word a companion. That was so everything. When even when we are going through anything, we we'll go through the word. We read it. We we'll see something that is meant for us. Something that is meant for what we are going through at that particular time. I pray that the Lord will give us grace to continually do our with the word richly in the name of Jesus. So the fourth one is the Holy Spirit. Which is the first requirement for spiritual, supernatural living? The Holy Spirit. I said in the beginning of the sermon, I said that we could only attain supernatural living with the help of the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was living, he said he was sent a comforter that will teach you into all truth. That even though what we need to learn about spirit, supernatural living, how to live a supernatural life, we need the Holy Spirit. Looking at what happened to up there at the apostles after the baptism of the Holy Ghost, they begin to live a supernatural life. They begin to do greater work that Jesus did on earth. They begin to do things that people could not actually think that they would do. Because of the way they were before. Even Jesus, when he was baptized with the Holy Ghost and power, he went about doing good. He went about healing the sick. He went about delivering people from the oppression of the devil. So the Holy Ghost is, is the primary key for living a supernatural life. We need the Holy Ghost. We might have the word, we might have faith. We might be born again too, but we still need the Holy Ghost to live a supernatural life. Even in the Old Testament, looking about Elijah, Elisha, what they did, that is not ordinary. They lived a supernatural. How can you explain a man calling down fire from heaven? 
and the fire devour it it swallowed the stone it licked up the water it even licked up the earth there are men that worked with god the partnership with the holy ghost then there was nothing like the all they had was the um um, the spirit upon but still they still did something greater but now with that we are the carrier of the holy ghost everywhere we go we should be able to do something greater than what they did i pray the lord will help us in jesus name can someone open to Joel 2 verse 28 to 30 another person look for 14 another person john 2 26 and lastly, sorry, James 2.26. And lastly, John 6.63. Why are you reading from Okay. the living jesus that is a promise of god he said in the last day i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh that is to walk in the supernatural to live a supernatural life we need the baptism of the holy ghost we need to be filled with the holy ghost we need a continual um continuous um indwelling of the holy ghost can someone read for us? Look for for sin. If praise the Lord, he said, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. That is, the Spirit made him live a supernatural life. It made him live an extraordinary life. It made him to operate in the supernatural. That is what the Spirit made him. So without the Spirit, without the Holy Ghost, there is no way we can do anything. We cannot do what we ought to do. We cannot live a supernatural life. We, in the way we ought, in the contents we ought to live. So the great, those great, um, um, great men of God, why did you think they operate the way they operate? Why do we think they operate in the supernatural or live in the supernatural? It's because they add the Holy Ghost in them. Yahweh lives in them. The Holy Ghost helps them to do things. Because we are spiritual, we are natural beings. There is nothing we can do. The Bible says in the book of Romans that if that same spirit that, that, that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, if it lives in you, it shall quicken your mortal body. It will not just quicken your mortal it will make you live a supernatural life. It will make you live a life that is beyond the physical, a life that people will always question. That. This person, the way he's living, he's, he's, he's not living in the same realm that, like other people. You have this, you believe in a frequency as God. 24-7, you know what God is saying. You know what is going on. You know what He asks you to do. You don't need to think twice before something. Even academic-wise, let's bring it to academics now. You, you excel. You operate in the supernatural, even your academics. That way people see you like, this lady... This man, 
I don't understand. It's, it's just different. Academically wise, it's different. It's very different. It's not just limited to the spiritual things, you know. Even coming to our finances, coming to our businesses, coming to our career, we live a supernatural life where people are struggling to get things done. We'll do it freely. We'll do it freely. Where people are struggling to, ah, I want to pass. I want to do this. I want to do that. We'll do it freely. Even when things are hard, we'll still get things. Things will still become so easy for us. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Can someone read um, James 2, 26? If anybody is there. Praise the Lord. So when the um, says when the human body is apart, when the spirit of the okay, when the human body is apart from the spirit is lifeless. So when we, without the Holy Ghost concept, we are lifeless. Now what happened to Adam? Adam lived in a supernatural, but immediately he fell. He was lifeless. When the Lord God was telling him, don't eat from this tree. If you eat, you will die. He thought it's a physical death. But he, 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 well, he, he died of a spiritual death. He could no longer hear God. He could no longer tune to the frequency of God. He could no longer do a, this, live in a supernatural life. So how, how is it that he was able to name all the animals according to the way God would have named them, even without him creating Adam? It was because he was living a supernatural life there. But immediately he fell. It became lifeless. If a woman life is lifeless without the spirit, so therefore, without the Holy Ghost, our life is lifeless. We, just, we are just living on earth. We are just there. We, are, we don't even know what is going on. It's not that we are just waking up and we are sleeping. We are not able to turn to the frequency of God. We don't know what is going on. We cannot operate in the supernatural. We cannot live in the supernatural because the Holy Ghost are also quicken our mortal body. That ought to quicken us, that supposed to teach us, that ought to lead us, to tell us things to come. So help us live in the supernatural is not there. That is why David cried in um, Psalm 51 or Psalm 50. He said, do not take the spirit away from me. Because he knew without the spirit, there is no life. It was that and, and God breathed into men. Man, the breath of life, he became a living being. So that means even without this, um, the 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 breath that make us living, without the Holy Ghost, we are nothing. So one thing, one prayer we should pray always: Now, Lord, do not take the Holy Ghost away from me, because that is what happened to Samson. Samson walked in the supernatural, but immediately the Holy, he did not even know the Holy Ghost has left him. He did not even know the, 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 the power of God has left him because he was still able to do um, all those things he was doing. He was still able to, to, to operate in his gift. But the Holy Ghost has left. Assuming the Holy Ghost was still there, he would have known that, oh, the Lila, oh, this is what she wants to come and do. But those moments, he was dead. Spiritually, he was dead. In no more tune to what God is saying. He end up losing it. He end up losing a supernatural life. Because he was so part of those men that led, that, that lived a supernatural life. How could one man fight war like using the jaw of of either a goat, I don't even know, to fight? And he won just one man. 
he lived the supernatural. He operates in the supernatural. See, we are not too young to, to live in the supernatural. Not considering our age or anything. Because it's our bad right for us to live in the supernatural, to live a supernatural life. To continually operate in the supernatural. Wherever we are sitting, even without raising any prayer point, let us keep praying, Lord, help me to live a supernatural life. Not just help me. Do not take the Holy Ghost away from me. Because if, the, if without the Holy Ghost, we are lifeless. There is nothing we could do. We will not be able to hear anything. We are spiritually, we are spiritually dead. We are spiritually dead. We are just like a carnal man. Because we could no longer hear anything. Everything becomes dark. In conclusion, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is a grand commander of supernatural as believers. We must be baptized in the Holy Ghost and be committed to growing in power thereby growing in level of command of supernatural. Supernatural living is impossible without relationship with the Holy Ghost. So our supernatural living is impossible without relationship with the Holy Ghost. We cannot live a supernatural life without, the, without having a relationship with the Holy Ghost. That is why in everything we do, let us try to, let us not just try, let us always involve the Holy Ghost. Okay, Holy Spirit, what am I supposed to do this thing? Should I do it this way? Should I not do it this way? He's very concerned over everything, over every affairs of our life. Not just to grow spiritually, but over every affairs of our life. He's so much concerned. I want to about the Holy, when you don't interfere, when you don't um, 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 make him, or when you don't tell him certain things, or when, when you don't involve him in some things, he won't, he won't say anything. It remains there until you, you bring him, until you. You, you make you bring him into your situation. Okay, Holy Ghost, take over. For I cannot do this by myself. I don't have the strength to do this thing. That is when it will come in place. That is when it will up. But when we just keep quiet, when we think we can do it ourselves, it will not say anything. It will not say anything. Can we just bow it this morning? I will begin to speak to God. Can we just bow our head? Can we ask for help this morning? We ask for help. We ask for help this morning. We ask for help. But we cannot do anything by our own strength. The Bible says without it is impossible to please God. There is no way we can please God even without the help of the Holy Ghost. There is no way we can live a supernatural life. Even without the help of the Holy Ghost. Can we pray this morning that we ask for the grace to live a supernatural life? The grace to live a supernatural life here on earth. The grace to be an ambassador of him, a carrier of him. Lord, Lord we cry for the grace this morning. Grace to live a supernatural life. The grace to live a life of God. Lord, we ask for you this morning. The grace to operate in the supernatural. Oh, we cry this morning. Are we praying this morning? Are we praying, Lord? Lord, we ask for the grace to live a supernatural life. That we don't want to want to live an ordinary life. We don't want to live, Lord. We don't want to live 
we, we don't want to live as a natural man, but we want to live as a supernatural man from henceforth. We want to live as a supernatural man from henceforth. We want to operate in the supernatural. We want to live in the supernatural. Lord, we ask for grace, Lord. We ask for grace this morning. We ask for grace this morning. We ask for grace this morning. The grace to lead the supernatural. The grace to lead the supernatural life. Lord, we ask that you grant unto us, that you bestow unto us in the name of Jesus. Just like those who have walked with you live a supernatural life. Lord, we ask for the same grace, Lord, that let the grace be upon us, Lord. Just like Abraham lived a supernatural life. Just like Jesus lived a supernatural life on earth. Lord, we pray, Lord, for the grace to live a supernatural life. The grace to live a supernatural life that you grant unto us this morning in the name of Jesus that you grant unto us grace for this supernatural life that we don't want to be an ordinary man we don't want to be a natural man we don't want to live a natural life in the name of Jesus that we want to operate in the supernatural we want to live a supernatural life of Jesus, just like the apostle Lord, lived a supernatural life after an encounter with you. Lord, we have an encounter that will make us live a supernatural life from henceforth in the name of Jesus. An encounter that will make us live a supernatural life from henceforth in the name of Jesus. Lord, we are entering in our year of supernatural in the name of Jesus. Lord, 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 we enter, Lord. We emerge, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. For in Jesus' name, I will stop praying. Secondly, can we tell it to God? We are not. We are also pleading that He should take not His Spirit from us, because without the Spirit of God, we are nothing. We are nothing. We are begging. Now, oh Lord, we plead. Do not take the spirit away from us. Do not take your spirit away from me. I don't know about you, Lord. But we pray this morning that you take not your spirit from us. That you will take not your spirit away from us. Lord, we plead this morning. We plead, we plead, Lord, that you take not the spirit away from us. That you take not your spirit away from us. We plead this morning. We we plead this morning that you will take not your spirit away from us. That without him we are nothing. But without him our life is death. Lord, we ask that you will take not your spirit away from us. We plead with you this morning that you will take not the Holy Spirit away from us. Lord. That you will take not the spirit of God away from us. Lord, we plead this morning that you will take not the spirit away from us. That you will take not the spirit away from us. We plead this morning. We plead this morning that you will take not the spirit of God from me. In the name of Jesus, God is pleading this morning that you will take not the spirit of God away from me. That you will take not the spirit of God away from me. In the name of Jesus. Are we still praying? You know, we cry out this morning, even as a fellowship, that you take not your spirit away from us. For without him, we are nothing. Or without him, we can fulfill nothing. Lord, we ask that you take not your spirit away from us. For we pray for a continually dwelling, a continually dwelling, a continually dwelling with the spirit of God. Or we pray for a continually dwelling with the spirit of God in the name of Jesus. Now, first, we will put in place the grace to continually study your word that you will grant unto us. The grace to continually study your word that you will grant unto us in the name of Jesus. We ask for the grace to continually study your word. The grace to continually study your word. You grant unto us in the name of Jesus. We ask for the grace, Lord. We ask for the grace, Lord. Grace to continually study your word. That you grant unto us. 
that you grant unto us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. For in Jesus' name I will pray. Father, we are saying thank you. Thank you, Lord, because whenever we call upon you, you do yes. Thank you for the word you sent to our midst today. Now we ask the grace not to just be the year, but also the doer of what we've heard, that you grant unto us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we still plead with you again, that you take not your spirit away from us in the name of Jesus, that you continually, Lord, and be a continually dwelling of the Spirit of God in our life in the name of Jesus. The grace to study, to continually study the word that you grant unto us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' name I will pray. And please, one more thing, even in our closing, let us continue praying the prayer. Now, oh Lord, take not the Spirit away from me, even though in our closet. And I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name.